Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good day, everyone. It's good to be with you again. We have been studying the life that Christ has given us, and especially how that life comes forth through us. Ephesians 3 and verse 10 says that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God is going to be shown to the world. And we saw that just as a prism breaks white light into a color spectrum, so our lives, you and I, in our everyday circumstances, break the life of God into expressions, into its parts. And we are talking about four expressions of the life of God. We've called them the four faces of life. And that is love, integrity, forgiveness, and excellence. And we have been talking about this first one, love. And we have seen that this is really the true mark of being a Christian. If there is any one distinguishing mark that would identify us as a Christian, it is meant to be this one, that we love one another. In fact, I believe there's some place in the scripture where it refers to Christians and it says, see how they love one another. We need to have this expression in our lives if we are going to be Christians. There is no sense calling ourselves Christians and going to church and not understanding and embracing and showing the hallmark that we are to have as a Christian, and that is to love one another. Now, this has got to be more than just words. As one person said, sometimes our love is only tongue deep. It's just our words. It's so shallow. But when it really comes to the crunch, we don't show it. We saw how powerful and deep this aspect of Christ's life is by seeing the definition in the Bible that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Love is giving and giving the nearest and dearest thing to us. And 1 John 3.16 says, Hereby perceive we love because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. And this is what we were talking about yesterday. That love is not just a feeling. That is natural human love that responds to how we are treated. But God's love is something else. God loved us and gave his life for us while we were sinners. Jesus stayed on the cross and laid down his life for the world when those around the cross were saying, if you be the son of God, come down. And they were mocking him and they were ridiculing him. And if there was ever a time when Christ could have said, well, I need to stand for truth here. I am the son of God. I'll come down. No, he loved the world so much that he stayed on the cross. He bore our sin. He gave his life for us that we could live. Now, this is the nature of love that he pours out in our hearts and our lives. And he wants us to show this to others. Now, the prompting comes from inside. It comes from God's spirit within, but it has to be expressed through our tangible body. Just as the white light is refracted through a glass prism to show the colors of the light, so God's love is refracted through the circumstances of our lives to show the world what God is really like. 
He wants us to lay down our lives for others. This is the mark of being a Christian. Now you have to make a decision in all of this. There's the prompting from the inside, but if we do not cooperate with that prompting, we will stifle God's life coming through us. We will grieve the Holy Spirit and we will not be a true reflection of what God really wants us to be. You have to come to this consideration. Who are you living for? You either will live your life for yourself or you will live your life for others. This is the decision we have to make. We just have to come to grips with this. What is our life all about? You know, we have the expression when our hands are full and someone asks us to do something, we say, well, my hands are full. I I only have two hands. Well, in the very same way, you only have one life. You will either live your life for yourself or you will live your life for others. We talked about this yesterday. When you live your life for yourself, you are the center and you are a taker. You go into every situation, you go into every relationship with the attitude of what's in this for me? What will I get out of it? But when you are changed from a taker to a giver, now you begin to live your life for others and you begin to say, how will this profit the other person? How will the other person benefit as a result of this? And just as in the illustration I gave earlier about having our hands full and someone asked you to do something for them and your hands are both full, you have to lay down whatever is in your hands so you can reach out and help the other individual. You have to lay down what you have in order to help someone else. In the very same way, you only have one life. And if you are going to help someone else, you need to lay down your life so that you can help someone else. And this is exactly what 1 John 3.16 says, that we are to lay down our lives for others. I remember talking to a person a number of years ago about this verse and how it became real to the person. And this person was a mechanic. And he said to me, You know, it just seems to me that people were just always asking me to help them fix their car. And he said, I was just finding that every Saturday I was involved helping someone else fix their car. And he said, it began to bother me. And then he said, I read this verse about laying down our life for others. And he said he felt the Holy Spirit say to him, are you willing to lay down your Saturday for someone else? And he said, when I realized that, and he said, I just made a decision. Yes, I will. And from that time, he just planned, I'm going to help other people fix their cars. Now, this is not something we need to take advantage of people in, but this is an attitude that we have. And it doesn't mean that we do not put guidelines around our life. And it doesn't mean that we don't structure our life to a certain degree that we have balance and time for other things. But there is a general attitude here that we must come to grips with. Is the internal motivation of our lives that of a giver or a taker? That which looks out for number one, I live my life for me foremost, or I recognize that I am going to lay down my life for others. When we realize this, then those things that we think are impositions that other people are putting upon us and using us, actually we begin to see them as opportunities, that this is what I was called for. I have the opportunity to show forth the love of God now. 
It's a mindset. It's an attitude. It's a decision that we must make. Are you a giver or are you a taker? You know, the way that really helps me in this is to have the sense that love is giving. And growing in love or expressing love is a series of exchanges. It's a series of you giving something to someone else. Now, I'm not just talking about money here. We can give compliments. Rather than always wanting to receive a compliment and and wondering why people don't recognize what we're doing, suddenly we begin to change and think, how can I compliment someone else? And when you give a compliment, you are loving. And when you lay down something that's dear to you, something that's precious to you, and you give it to someone else, that is a true expression of love, whether it is your time, your money, or a possession. I remember years ago, just comes to my mind now, being in India and traveling with two outstanding spiritual leaders. And I was just a young man and I was just there to help, but there was a missionary evangelist by the name of Billy Cole, and then there was the superintendent of Southeast Missions by the name of Harry Sism. And I remember traveling with these two men, and this was the exchange that I saw, and that so impressed me. Billy Cole had a small Bible at that time, and, and there weren't that many small Bibles uh, back in those years. Most of them were big Bibles. But Billy Cole had this small Bible, and it was very convenient. He was able to put it in his pocket and just pull it out and use it and so forth. And Harry Sism remarked to Billy, he said, man, he said, that's a nice Bible. And he took it and he just sort of leafed through it. And he said, boy, he said, I wish I had a Bible like that. Where did you get it? And Billy Cole took the Bible back, opened up the fly leaf, took his pen and wrote on it to my friend Harry Sism from Billy Cole and gave him the Bible. And I still remember Harry Sism saying, oh, oh, no, don't do that. You have your notes and everything in here. And I could see on the side of the pages of the Bible, there were handwritten notes and so forth. And Billy Cole put the Bible back into his hands and he said, I want you to have it. It's yours. Keep it and enjoy it. I never forgot that. I thought, what an outstanding expression of love. I can just imagine how that would have made me feel if someone had done that for me. Taking something that was personal. It wasn't that it was a lot of money, but it was something personal to the individual. And to be able just to give it in a free heart because he cared for the friendship he had with this other man. That's what we're talking about loving. Loving is giving to other individuals. It is what will benefit someone else rather than what will benefit me. You know, it's in the little things of life that God wants to show himself, not the huge things where someone would go and lay down their life for someone else. You know, most of us are not going to be asked to lay down our lives literally for someone else. But it's the little things. You know the expression, the tales. Well, it's the small things that the devil likes to get into. The way that we speak to one another, the little expressions that we have to another individual, whether it be in our family or the places that we work or even within the church. God wants us to give to others, to put other people first. This prompting is constantly coming forth from inside of us. God wants this kind of life expressed. We need to make a decision and align our will with the purposes of God and say, Yes, Lord, I will recognize these 
opportunities that you give me to lay down my life to bless other people. And Jesus said it so well, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. These expressions that we give, give us the most, just the most satisfaction, much more than a life focused on ourself. Well, our time is gone again, and we will continue this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 1030. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.